Welcome, Foreign Born Mamas. My name is Nurjan Sturbins, and I'm the host of this podcast where I'll be sharing my personal journey of self awakening and healing childhood traumas in the hopes that it will inspire you to begin your own self healing journey and transform your life. Each episode will focus on raising our self awareness about our traumas and share tools, insights, and conversations that help me to grow my mindset to heal my traumas and transform my mental health. On this podcast, we are going to transform your childhood story and kickstart your own journey into self-healing and self-growth so that you can finally be your authentic self, be happy, and thrive in this new country you now call home. Hi, Mamas. Happy New Year. I hope you were able to do something special on New Year's Eve. I am married to an American. He's a Caucasian guy from Washington State. And so he doesn't really celebrate New Year. And I come from a country where New Year's Eve is a big deal with food and fireworks and family. So I remember how I used to be so sad that we don't get to celebrate New Year's and I would be upset with my husband. But now I just do it for myself. I just go to a Russian store that is nearby and I drive there and I get my favorite things like honey cake, the special sausages and some other goodies. And I come back and I watch my childhood movies and share the cake with my family. So that's what I've been slowly doing every year. And it has been a little bit better compared to previous years where I was just sad and upset and I couldn't verbalize to my husband how I wanted the New Year's to be. But New Year's holiday is not only a holiday to celebrate, but also a time point where people are invited to do a reset or reflect on the past 2022 and set some new goals and resolutions. And so you will probably seeing a lot of posts on Instagram and Facebook. People are, you know, sharing their new goals or they're encouraging other people to share their goals. So I have been watching all these posts and I had this feeling that I probably should do that too. This is something new for me because coming from Kyrgyzstan, I never really set goals and resolutions like, you know, U.S. people do here. I think in Kyrgyzstan, we would set more wishes and hopes for the new year. And then we would toast it with a champagne and hope that it will happen. There were no really specifics, no reflections of the past year, no really goals or the resolutions. Um, more like hopes and wishes and prayers. And at least it was like this in my family. And I think there is pros and cons of how things done in both culture. I like that U.S. culture has specifics. By writing down in specifics of what you want to accomplish, I think it helps to keep you motivated and actually accomplish something that you want, whether it's a losing weight, eat more healthy, learn a new hobby or get a new job or being more present with your family. But I guess for me personally, I find the U.S way of doing like setting goals a little bit high intense and it creates a lot of pressure for me and requires a lot of efforts from me and as a childhood trauma survivor 
I am already has a lot on my plate with kids and family and job and my mental health and physical health. And adding this new goal setting and doing it, it feels a lot and it feels overwhelming to my system. But I know that in order to have change, I need to take actions and do something different. So goal setting or intentions are very important. And Kyrgyz way feels less pressuring compared to the U.S. way. Um, it has more trust in like universe or God that things will work out just fine, that I don't need to control things, that I don't need to work hard, that I don't need to do so much like I feel like I need to do in the U.S. So I like the aspects of faith and surrender that we have in our culture in Kyrgyzstan. But I do have to say it lacks specificity and commitment. And so without it, I know that it's very common for people not to take any actions and not follow through if you don't have anything specific. So we just hope it then we don't really have any actions that can lead to achieving that goal. So I can see that both cultures have their pros and cons and there's no really wrong or right way. It's just a different way we set goals or intentions in each culture. And I feel like each culture has its own positive aspects to it that each culture can actually learn from each other. So how can we find a middle ground or what people call a balance? And for me, as a childhood trauma survivor, it is very important that I include the trauma part of myself in goal setting or any intention setting that I do moving forward. Because as a childhood survivor, I have to recognize that I cannot do things U.S. way, being so productive, being so fast and handle a lot. My nervous system cannot handle that pressure and that much work. And I'm, I know that it's just going to backfire on my health, which I'm already trying to heal and work right now. I also have to recognize that I have layered traumas, ones that happened to me as a child, ones that happened upon arriving to the U.S., and ones that happened during holidays that make me feel overwhelmed and triggered and unease at this time of the year. So I need to be kind to myself and recognize that goal setting and intentions have to be just you know slower on my own pace. It doesn't have to be exactly on January 1st. I also have to recognize that I need to first prioritize my physical and mental needs first before I embark on a new goal. Because without my health and my mental health being in a good state, everything I do is just going to make things worse and I'm just going to struggle and I am trying to change that. Which brings me back to the last point that I also have to recognize my patterns and behaviors at this time of the year. I shared with you guys that I have a habit of over-functioning. And so I need to be a bit more intentional in terms of my resolutions and goals this year. I need to question myself, am I putting those goals and intentions or I want those or I want those goals and intentions because I am afraid to miss out or is it because everyone else doing it or is it something genuinely I would like to achieve? So I need to make sure that I check in with myself and I allow myself 
space and time that I need to reflect and understand myself better before I take on a new goal this year. So as a childhood trauma survivors, we need to be mindful that we need more time compared to other people uh, to reflect uh, not only on our triggers and our behaviors, first of all, but also our intentions uh, for the new goals that we're trying to set. Currently, I want to share with you moms that I'm trying to set a goal for 2023. And part of me is resisting this process. I feel pressure. I, I don't feel as excited about it as I thought I would be. And I think it's because maybe my nervous system is already so tired because of all my chronic pains that I have and cannot handle more. Or it feels fear of new changes. Our nervous system doesn't like change. It likes to stay in what is familiar and comfortable. So change triggers us. And so most of the time, our mind doesn't want us to do it. And so it usually triggers us back into giving up and not pursuing something that could bring new change in a way that we operate. So I have to recognize this aspects of myself and show kindness. But if it is fear, I also have to recognize that I also have to challenge myself to set some new goals and intentions for the new year. Because I do want to change certain behaviors and belief systems in my life. I want to try something new. I want to experience new things. I want to grow as a mom. I want to be more present with my children. I want to experience more joy and more fulfillment. And all of that requires that I do something different. If I want a new results in 2023, I need to take new actions and do things differently. And if I follow what my mind asks me to, to do, which is stay comfortable and not do anything, I will stay stuck exactly where I am a year from now. I do not want that for myself. So challenging ourselves, even though if it's uncomfortable, is something we might have to do if we want to create change in our lives. So again, we come to a question of balance. How to be mindful of our traumas and what we have capacity to do and give, but also invite a new challenge to help us grow. And I am in the middle mess of this trying to figure it out for myself and how to do it this year. A couple of things I d I'm doing right now to help me to add some goals more intentionally this year. I bought a planner so I can practice setting new specific goals for 2023. I am realizing that if I'm not specific enough with my goals and what action items it requires, I am not going to move forward and make progress. So planner helps me to track my progress. Also, I think it helps me also with my anxiety because I can write down what I need to do instead of keeping all that in my head. And I think it will help me to celebrate small wins along the way because celebration is a very important part of teaching our brain how to be positive and show that we're making progress. This is uh, an aspect of um, U.S. culture that I am learning, which I find it very useful. So um, I thought I would share that. Another thing I am trying to do is to have a coffee date sometimes this in the next couple of weeks to reflect on 2022. My kids were off 
from school for two couple of weeks and I didn't have time or space to sit down and reflect on what happened in 2022. I would like to go back and review what has happened, why has happened, and see if there are any lessons learned so that I can incorporate that in my intentional planning for 2023. I see a lot of tendency where people are just jumping in into goal settings without actually acknowledging what happened in 2022. There might be great things happened and maybe there are not so great things, but each has its own place. And I think it's important to recognize those moments so we can in- integrate them into our lives. Another thing I'm trying to focus this year is on installing new habits that are, are supportive of my goals. Let's say one of the goals I have, I am trying to exercise more and improve my posture, which means I have to do some exercises for my physical therapy and I need to find time how to integrate them during my day and actually do it because if I don't do it, I'm not going to heal. Eventually, I'm hoping that one positive new action will become a habit. And cognitive behavioral scientists have shown through many research and studies that one of the main reasons we do things in a way we do is simply because we have done them so many times that it became a habit. And our neurocircuitry has hardened into ingrained patterns. And it takes a lot of energy for us to do something new way, but it is so necessary if we want to change and grow ourselves. So creating habits is going to be a little bit challenging at the beginning because you're not used to it. But eventually, when it becomes a habit, it will get easier. And I think it will help us to achieve our goals. And I think last advice would be, you know, as humans, I think we have a tendency to believe that changing our situations will result in a change in ourselves. But I am learning through this journey and through reading so many books that meaningful change actually comes through deep learning about why we engage in unhealthy behaviors and choosing intentionally to change them. By taking our power back from culture, family, and societal or cultural narratives of what we're supposed to do as moms and doing something differently. And resolutions, goals, can succeed as long as we do the hard work on ourselves first. But above all, moms, please prioritize yourself. Show yourself some compassion, love, patience in this season of life. You know, we can restart or change any goal at any time. They are meant to help us, not impede our progress. So I say that any goals, resolutions, or intentions that you have that helps you feel better about yourself and your environment is the right one. We don't know what 2023 is going to bring us, but we can build strong foundations now with new habits and with some new goals that are nurturing and supportive of us for whatever may come in 2023. Thank you so much for listening in and Happy New Year again. May any goals or intentions you set are in support of who you are as a mom, as a person, and reflective of your true heart's desires. I wish you all the best in 2023 and let me know if anything resonated or helped you in this episode. 
and share with me your 2023 new goals. You can do so in our free Facebook community called Foreign Born Mama with Childhood Trauma Recovery Community, or you can private message me on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to hear from you, and I hope we stay in touch. And uh, I wanted quickly to say thank you to those foreign-born moms who took their time and shared my podcast with their friends, who left me a review on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple. Thank you so much. Your support means a lot for me. I am so grateful for you for doing that. So thank you again. I hope to see you in the next episode. Did you enjoy this podcast episode? Did it help you in any way to feel inspired, supported, and grow as a foreign-born mama? If it helped you, it is going to help other foreign-born mamas too. Please share this podcast episode with other moms and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you use and help us to get our message out to more mamas out there who might be struggling right now in their marriages, relationships, and parenting. I hope the stories and conversations are awakening you where you find yourself saying, oh my God, that's me. When we begin recognizing ourselves in the stories, we begin recognizing our truths. And that's how the self-awakening process begins. And that's how I started my self-healing and self-awakening journey. And so I am so excited to see more foreign-born moms awakening like this and feeling inspired to change their lives and the lives of their children. I'm hoping to release episodes every Monday or Wednesday, but I would highly recommend that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified immediately when the new episode drops. And if you would like to kickstart your own self-discovery and self-healing journey, I have also created a list of my favorite books that have absolutely changed my life. Definitely download that and check that out. Lastly, I am hoping to create a community of like-minded foreign-born moms who are the survivors of childhood trauma and trying to heal themselves and parent intentionally. So if you're interested to continue the conversations on trauma and our real experiences in terms of how it shows up in our lives and how it affects us and share tips and guidance with each other, please join us in the free Foreign Born Mama Facebook community group. The link for joining the group is in the show notes. Thank you again. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I am so excited to help you on your journey of self-awakening, self-healing, self-growth as a foreign-born mama so that you can finally be your authentic self, be happy, and thrive in the new country you now call home.